Chest out. Oh my goodness. Guns blazing. Gunners oh, in back. Oh no. We the there. ghost of Arson Wenger. Come the games, ghost man. of Herbert Chapman. The ghost of Birdie Me. The ghost of George Graham. They're all around us. Blessing, Mikel Arteta. <laughs> we back in, man. Champagne sock. What's going on? Marcus, Ephraim. I'm with Anthony in the kitchen cooking it up. What's going on, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's happening? Man, oh man. Van Dyke, he might be washed. James Milliner, it might be time for you to start every game. Gabby, are you the villain? (laughs) Hendo, are you our best defensive midfielder? What? What's going on? Is the league over? What's going on? You from, from, I mean, you guys did your thing, 2-1. I mean, it might be a wrap for the rest of the league. I'm whoa. just saying. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I told y'all it take some time. It may have taken faster than we thought. So I'm just saying that game against Liverpool showed Ten Hawk. He can adjust the lineup. He can adjust the strategy. He can adjust his philosophy a little bit. He can adapt to the Premier League and how they play. I don't know, man. Y'all better watch out. Hey, oh. hey, City, City, we coming for you. <laughs> hey, honestly, man, uh, I mentioned Pep's tactics the past couple weeks. That magic square. The magic square, man, and uh, us not being good against counterattacking teams. After this match against Newcastle, I drafted the papers up for Mourinho. Oh, I'm wow. Ready, I'm ready to fax, fax over an offer letter right the now. Dark arts? Hey, man. Wow. I need people. I need people back there. Whoa, <laughs> he people. Wow. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, just kidding, man. We overreacted. Are we kidding? Are we serious? I don't know, man. Champagne soccer, man. We're not just going to give you the highest form of analysis, but we're going to let you have some comedy too, man. Hey, but let's start it off. Um, everybody's doing good. Let's just start off with the match yesterday, you know. Mm-hmm. Wherever, maybe it's not yesterday when you listen, maybe it's a couple of days ago. Shit, maybe it's three years ago, but you're still listening because this is legendary. You want to hear everything. Hey, let's go back. You know, the greatest, the greatest derby in the England history, the history of England, we already know. The two most successful teams, Lucifer and Liverpool, mm-hmm. the two L's. Mm-hmm. But this time, Liverpool took the L. Ephraim, you guys played well. You guys were at home and you guys were assertive. You could tell that Ten Hag was telling the team to play with confidence and you could see it. And how did you feel with the lineup? Of course, your Captain Maguire on the bench. The young homie is in at left back. How did you feel about everything? First off, let's let's give it up to who y'all call Midget Mac all the time. Oh, he's still Midget double M. He's still well, double Hold on. M. Hey, man, let's, let's give it up to him, though, for starting it off. Like he he set the tone. I'll give him Solid. a small hand clap. Give him a solid. Nah, yeah, let's, let's, first let's, Ephraim, can we give him a little hand clap for his little hands? Oh, uh, okay. All right, all right, all 
I can't wait to. All right, all right. He was man of the match, too. I'm just letting you know. United's man of the match. He played so. well. He played well against a false nine. We can talk about their tactics against that <laughs> little homie. We can continue. Go ahead. But no, I thought that the tactical switch, uh, playing out of the instead of playing out of the back, that long ball out of the back, uh, was phenomenal uh, adjustment. Um, take your chances, win the second ball if you can. If not, try to win it back. If not, you know, do what they did yesterday. They, you know, they pressed high for a little bit. Uh, they got into a little shape. They made Liverpool pass around the back a lot. Liverpool dominated possession, but you know, hey. It doesn't matter sometimes. That's why I told you, Dan, about your team. Who cares if Crystal Palace held possession? Who won the game? I do not care that Liverpool passed the ball around. Money come back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, no, I thought that the the switch of the lineup was really uh, smart as well. I, I told you guys, Luke Shaw, he's going to lose that position. He lost it faster than I thought he was going to lose it. But uh, <laughs> that's not his that's, – that's his, that's his loss now. He, he's not getting that back unless Malasia get hurt. So, yeah, man, I, I thought it was some smart decisions made, very brave uh, decisions, especially leaving Cristiano Ronaldo on the bench. Yeah, talk uh, about that front four for me. Oh, that front, yeah, the front was really nice, man. It was except really good. For Bruno, except for your captain. He was a kind of a fish, but I mean. Yeah, he should have got – I will agree. Marcus and I were talking about it. We, <laughs> I agree. He should have got sent off. I think he should have got another, another yellow card. But uh, that – Sent him off the pitch. <laughs> yeah, but that the attacking lineup we had – um, especially when Martial came back in, um, just looks really, really solid. Uh, I think that they will be, uh, if they can stay healthy, they can stay consistent, they could be a force, um, especially depending on if we continue to do a lot of these adjustments when it comes to uh, teams that like to play possession more and we haven't gotten, you know, certain things down yet for us to, you know, dominate possession in the game, that's fine. Uh, as long as we got those attacking three, we got Casemiro now in the lineup. Uh, uh, hopefully he'll start next game on Saturday. Um, but we got somebody solid in there to break up some play, to hold it down. Um, I think he's I think he's a good signing. I think he's solid. Uh, I, I don't want to get overhyped, but I don't, I'm not going to. Yeah, we'll break um, that down in a little bit. But, yeah, he hey, – But he's a leadership too, man. Let's, yeah. let's think about it. Leadership. He's won five Champions Leagues. He's won, I think, three La Ligas. Uh, he's won. So he's done things that uh, a lot of people will be jealous about or want to do themselves. So, I mean, um, so I'm, I'm happy with how they played. Uh, I'm happy with the signing we just got. And I think we I think we got a couple more to get over the line. Um, and I think we'll be good to go. But uh, patience, United fans, patience. We ain't there yet. Uh, I think Ten Hag said it. These guys can fucking play football. That's what he said um, on live TV. And he's right. They can give them some time. Uh, they'll get it together. All right. Now, how do you feel about the goal scored by the club? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rashford uh, scored second. But, yeah, Sancho scored first. I think that was, you know, just great, uh, great buildup. It wasn't really a lot of buildup. It was more of a quick, uh, not necessarily a counterattack either. But, yeah, it was quick, though. It was very fast. Started with Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez. Um, I think uh, Christian Eriksen found um, uh, Alenga up on the left-hand side. I'm like across the uh, pulled it back. Sancho was there. That's going to be my nomination for goal of the week for champion goal of the week. So uh, he played with James Milner in the, in the box. Mm -hmm. Van Dyke didn't he didn't close it down, and uh, he made a quick uh, quick work of the goalie. So it was real easy for him. Great composure. Uh, yeah, second goal, great counterattack. 
Um, Marcel broke up a, a, a bad pass from, I think, um, Henderson or Milner. Um, yeah, great counterattack, great pass. Looked like it was offside for a second. Uh, Rashford up the side, uh, left side. Yeah, right down in the stretch for then. So, yeah, man, it was great. Hey, um, e, we, we got to go back to Sancho's goal, how you highlighted. He had – he was playing with Milner, and he had Van Dyke. <laughs> Standing still, statue. I'm stuck. And yeah. Marcus, this is where you can step in, brother, because you said it before the match that you weren't happy with what you called hilariously the New England midfield. Because you know, New England <laughs> Patriots, they let themselves some white wide receivers. <laughs> sometimes Liverpool, they like the cocaine white on white, and it didn't work out like you predicted. So, how did you feel about? the lineup and the game, the performance of the team. So um as like you like you said, man, um as soon as we seen that lineup, I let y'all know instantly that New England lineup is not gonna work. We playing a hot game and you got James Milliner in there, bro. Why is Fab on the bench? Why is Nabby uh, I guess him and uh Klopp beefing? Like what's going on? What was funny to me was if anybody peaked before the game, we had a whole eleven that could that was on the injured list. Mm. Like it, it, it's 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 getting ugly. Like I didn't know that we had this many injuries, and I thought too coming into Community Shield we were gonna be undefeated. You see what one in the Community Shield does? To your oh, hey. Damn. All I got damn. to say on that is, man, to my scouts, man. <laughs> we still here. We still standing, man. Nah, you know what I mean, it, the the table don't matter to January. But I'll say this: I'm not. I'm. I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of conceding the goal first. Yeah. I think that's the that's the crib tonight, right now. Last year we had like we had almost twelve clean sheets going into December. We don't got a clean sheet yet. Yeah. Like every game, we don't concede a goal. And that first goal, I mean. <laughs> Van Dyke, boy, he looked very disinterested in that game, man. It, that's it, the what, difference. What Let was me. funny, what was mm -hmm. funny is but play be right beforehand, Rasha made a run, and and Gomez peeped it and ran in front of Van Dyke. And at that moment, I was like, this this brother's not 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 playing. He's not he's not ready to play. Yeah, but that's the thing too. It's like in that specific moment, I saw a lot of people telling Van Dyke, I don't give a fuck put your face in front of the ball. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's certain people like Rob Holden, he'll do that. Mm -hmm. He'll put his, he doesn't care. A lot of the white boys, they'll put their face, but, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, Van Dykes, you I, know, I, other I, brothers, they don't want to put their face. That's why you see, uh, I said Kulabali. Well, he's another guy. He was a trickster this weekend too, moving loss, but we're going to get into that later. Ray but Car Van, boy. Yeah, but Van Dyke, you see, he was in a lot of memes still going on because of how statuesque he was. And then, of course, a bum like Milner yelling at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Yeah, I'm going to let you know he this. He's to... slide like you on a fucking water slide <laughs> joint. Like you on the, the slipping joint. And you're trying to yell at me, getting ripped all over the pitch. It's like he fell over doing the samba. And he looked back and he saw Virgil standing there. Dancing with somebody else or what? Not helping him yeah. up. No, it was, when I thought about it, I was like, is Van Dyke looking at him like, why the fuck he do that? Yeah. Like, I wasn't <laughs> going to do that. Why you do that? How you feel about that, Marcus? 
I mean, he looked very disinterested that whole game. Excuse my French. I mean, that messed up. But he didn't look interested in playing. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just like whenever y'all got in the box, he was making the wrong tackle. Like, that was the whole game. He would play the ball, like, to, to somebody in y'all midfield. He made McTominay look good. Like, it was people out there. I thought that was trash. They were looking good. Martial. I, I was joining him all last year with him and Firmino. I'm going to let you I'm going to say this. Hey, yo, Firmino, you got a midget on the field. Yeah, man. And you're still coming to midfield trying to get the goddamn ball. Yeah, that was a thing. He played oh, the Do y'all know why that's that's going on though? It's to your point, Marcus. The New England midfield. They need help. Yeah, it can't drive. They need the help. Ball. Harvey yeah. Elliott was doing the best he could, but he's still raw. And, and that's why good. I want Nabby. And Nabby would push it up the field. I mean, he I honestly somebody joked about this. I would have I would have took back Genie because at least Genie go up the goddamn field. Yeah. Millie just think he gonna think he gonna yell at somebody and pass it to Robinson. And he gonna play. He gonna he gonna cover, and then he uh, somehow make this. And Hendo make these radical ass kicks in the box to nobody. Hey, come <laughs> on, bro. Y'all having Milner playing as your box to box, trying to receive um overhead passes was insane. But uh, seeing him getting folded, who was it? Ron folding him. He, was he used fo- to play he, there. He used to be good, but he's yeah, old now. But yeah, he's come old. on, yeah. Oh, sit down. No, yeah. Come on. It's I would have took any youngster over that. Yeah, Salah scored the set piece over little homie. Yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah, but yeah, in all jokes, yeah, Lissandra Martinez played well. He's still a little one. I saw him get bodied by Danny Welbeck. I'll never forget it. So I know he's gonna have problems, but is he gonna be good? Yes, he'll still be a good player. I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say this. I, I ain't believing it. I'm gonna say this to end it off. Um. I better see Salah at goddamn strike on Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop the bullshit, bro. Just put Salah at, at damn striker. Put Cavill at winger or Harvey at winger, and 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 make Nabby unfall out. Cause I heard Klopp say that post match. He just fell out. Make it make sense, bro. Yeah. Cause uh, cause he's seeing these whites start over him. Milner, mm-hmm. are you serious? <laughs> That's what has him hot. Mm-hmm. You have me hot as Nunez, well. Is Nunez uh, out again? He's suspended. Yeah, three I think games. he's one more game. He got a three-game suspension. Three. Oh, three. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Yep. Yeah, man. So, all right. Let's go into my match because the City match was the match of the weekend in the Premier League. That was a thriller. So, let's go into my match. You know, cruise control. Arsenal, Bournemouth, you know, newly promoted. They are going to go down. We know the truth, all right? <laughs> so, Arsenal, we won. We played well. Am I acting like we're going to win the league? Nah, it's still a fight for top four. Our team still has to sign a couple players to, you know, solidify our place. But against Bournemouth, the team was, you know, they played well. The same lineup all season, you know, Ben White is continuing to play at, white, at right back. This time, Shaka... He was more reserved. He wasn't pushing as much. Zinchenko was getting more advanced. Martinelli played well. He's been coming on Saka also. He hasn't scored yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't scored yet, but he's been playing well so far. The midfield, Yeah, the midfield, our captain, Odegaard, he got a brace. He played well. He was getting in the right positions. 
the link-up play between Zinchenko and Martinelli already and Odegaard coming deep because we play in a 4-3-3 right now. Odegaard's the right-sided midfielder, but he's left-footed, so he always drifts to the left half space and links up with them. So first goal was in the box, smooth. Second goal, quick. He almost could have had a hat trick. Gabriel Jesus creating that second goal with his strength, his pace, and like Anthony has pointed out to me before, that that spin move, when he gets that gust of wind around Ooh. him and that burst <laughs> yeah. and explodes, it's hard for anybody to keep up with him. And he just brings so much attention. Oh, cut back pass, boom. It's like a power forward spin. Yeah, so, hey, we played well. The goal of all goals, my champagne goal of the week. Mm-hmm, okay. That Mr. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm. I ain't going to do all of it this time, but it's Saliba. Coming in, you see the pass. He's timing it. He goes off with the left. Looks like a nice hit poof, poof punt. And it just keeps rising and rising and rising until it goes to the place at the top where the birds hatch their eggs. You know, it was so beautiful, man. It was so smooth. It was so clean. And of course, as soon as he scored, the chance started again. During the match, the chance went on for 20, 30 minutes. The fans are twerking for Saliba. They're begging him to stay. They want him to sign a contract extension. And they're also using it to bother Arteta and saying, like, why haven't you been playing this guy for years? Because we all know in soccer, there are certain positions that you can adapt easier as a younger player, those most notably notably being striker, winger, or forward. And the hardest to adapt to our goalkeeper, center back. And he is balling at 21 years old. My man had 100% pass completion, 100% long ball completion. Nobody ran, nobody dribbled past him. Like four or five recoveries, five deflections, five intercepts. Hey, he was balling. He was all over the place. He's literally the champagne fullback that I thought, I said fullback, center back that I thought he was. Before the season, I said by the end of the year, he's going to be considered a top three, top five center back in the world. Maybe. In the league for sure. But now I'm saying in the world. That's how much I'm speaking with my chest. Nice. Are you sure you're not like overhyping this one? Oh, no, no, no. I actually like this one. No, I like him too. I like him too. Let me stop. He's a prodigy. I do. I like him. This is what they called, this is why they called him the Mbappe of center backs. <laughs> okay. He's the prodigy. This is what they called him. I look it up. William Saliba Mbappe. Mm-hmm. That's how he was rated. That's why we already know France is the best national team in the world, the reigning champions. You know how hard it is to get in that national team. He's already yep. playing games. And that was when he was with Marseille. So now he's at Arsenal. Cause you know, Deschamps <clears throat> legend. He won the World Cup. Mm. as a captain he played center back and defensive midfielder and he's already playing Saliba he knows like he's special bro so nah he's good he, I like him element of what he's doing at, we have like think about it. who's the last center back that was a wonder kid that bang like even Delict, he went to Juve and was quiet now mm. he's trying to reboost his career at Bayern like so this is the one we gonna see but right now I'm loving it he's playing well It'll be interesting what happens when Tamiyasu comes in. Where is mm. Benjamin White slash Ben White? Where is he going? But I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. It's early. Every game we've had so far, we were supposed to win. And we've done well. 
and we've won it differently. This time we've controlled possession, but like I said, this is against a team that just got promoted. So we're not going to act like, oh, it's over. We know it's a long journey. Like Marcus said, that's my theory. I don't care. The league table doesn't matter until January when the transfer window opens and when you see what's real and the intentions of what teams will do based on their standing. We saw in January, Liverpool, they signed Luis Diaz. They were pushing for titles. They got another guy that became an automatic starter. And then you see the intention of someone like Arsenal when they were fighting for top four, but we let Aubameyang go for free. We didn't sign anybody. We end up finishing fifth. So yeah, it shows you the league table don't matter to me until January, but hey, right now, we're looking good. I'm enjoying it. But now let's go to the match of the weekend in the Premier League. City 3, Newcastle 3, the Oil Derby, Saudi Arabia versus the United Arab Emirates. It was square. What happened, Anthony? Hey, man, I'm going to start off. <clears throat> it was a great match. We're champions. We don't sweat. We're used to this. I also have a point to make that's going to piggyback into our, uh, our segue into our next topic about midfielders because i think that's where we're going about casemiro and stuff yeah and uh marcus our uh conversation earlier about liverpool's midfielders um my captain my captain gundigan he went back to this to the juju man that benzema goes oh. to the year that city won the league when kevin de bruyne was hurt yeah gundigan was on drugs yeah he was now returning from last year specifically the last match his juju is continuing. Gather us a first goal. Amazing. Awesome. Newcastle ran it up on us. I'm going to speed past that. No. <laughs> you see how he tried to do that? Gucci headband. <laughs> Let me go. Let's go back now because before, hey, once again, I'm A. Call me Dan Stradamus. I'm feeling like a prophet. <laughs> before this season. St. Maximin was in my end of club all-stars. I know he, I felt he was going to bang because like I mentioned a few minutes ago, the France national team is the best team in the world. They have the deepest talent pool. He's never capped for France. He wants to go to the world cup. He's showing out. Mm -hmm. This man, Anthony has been asking for Kyle Walker to sit down and now he might because he got, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he looked very old. Okay. Yeah, he needed help. Like he uh needed a, somebody to push a wheelchair for him to catch up to Maximum. It was um it was nasty. Now talk about that magic. The magic's there. The reason why I was about to say the reason why he it was he was out of position or he was in position of Pep's tactics, but the magic square causes Kyle Walker to pinch in uh more towards the the midfield area um to more help with the attack centrally, but also he can spread it out wide just because that's the skill of required of those players uh but the issue is when you come when you're playing against a real good counter-attacking team or a counter-attacking team with wingers with pace it's an issue so leaving uh gucci headband by himself and also louis vuitton headband and by the way he took it personal because he saw the paper like i saw the paper this summer Y'all might have missed it because y'all were cool and doing other things, enjoying the weather maybe. But 
Jack Grealish signed a deal with Gucci. Oh man, you don't think Saint Maximus <laughs> saw that? Yeah, he, he, didn't head, he didn't have on a headband. Y'all peeped that, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was yeah, on drugs. Yeah, by, <laughs> by the end of the season, by the end of last season, when he probably heard the news, he was wearing a Louis Vuitton joint. Yeah. He's off Gucci. Yeah. You guys gave it to that white boy that sits down. Yeah, watch this. Remember I talk called Graylish uh, Gucci Graylish. Yeah, yeah, they heard you. Yeah, wow. You might you might need commission on that. E. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so I think I need styling. some. He was styling on us on the left wing. And that midfield, please. Joe Linton, Anthony's brother. Hey, that's yeah. my dog, Joe Linton, bro. This dude hey. is a former striker. This man don't turn into a midfielder that Reborn. be running his ass off. Yeah. My son, my product, Joe Willick. Beautiful game. Phenomenal. And then Joe Bruno. Willis. Hey, no, you cannot forget. I want to get huh? You cannot forget the ATL. Oh, I was gonna gonna bring him up when we talk about that. Yes, ATL son. Yeah, no, that was nice. That was a nice, uh, beautiful. And he had another someone dissed him before. A player on City was telling Grealish or something like, Hey, man, step it up. You're playing like Almiron. Whoa, so they have beef with y'all and Grealish specifically. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, they had smoke for y'all, and they should have won. But like you said, the heart of the champion, like Almiron's first goal, beautiful. They tried to say offside. It was clean. clean. Callum Wilson, once again, both goals were set up by St. Maximin. Beautiful. Let me talk about the next one. It's not the champagne goal, but it is a Oh, before before you go there, talk about Howland's goal because that precede or that oh yeah, not nah, not bad. Yeah, it was no, yeah. yeah. Trippier yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they ran it up. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, you fast forward. Yeah, that was beautiful. Go ahead to it the was great. Trippier. Trippier, hey, when he was lining up, I already knew what was up. I was like, yeah, it's about to be three. He's a free kick specialist. Yeah, it's about to be three one. We're gonna have to try hard. He went up, beautiful top top left bends, not where the birds lay their eggs, but where your grandma. Hank uh puts her shoes in the closet. Mm, yeah, top okay. side. Hey, it went up there. Ederson couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah. Three one. We up to it. Holland's goal now. Yeah. That happened off a it was a cross. No, yeah. De Bruyne crossed it over to the far post and it was a scramble. And then so another great midfielder play. Rodri, beautiful assist in the in the hustle and tussle, flicked it back to Holland. A Claytis. I don't know how many touches Holland had, but that's one for you. And it was a goal. <laughs> Golazo, but yeah. he said. Cletus said that Holland needs to bang more. He misses too many simple chances. So, hey, he's still under surveillance. Hey, we'll it's, see. It's Clay too has early. A point. He has it's a point. too early. He's too young. And he's. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Okay. I'm talking he about, young in, the, I'm talking about young, in the, young in the league. There's, there's. We just saw Liverpool sign a guy not handle physicality. This dude, mm. I'm seeing him muscle through and and slowly, yeah. gradually adapt, yeah. but still miss. It's gonna, you, yeah, he has to it's, learn. It's give and take. It's a new yeah. you gotta yeah. learn. It's give and, and take. He handle it. He handle it. It'd be, it'd be uh, a whole different with his head. It'd be a different conversation if he had zero goals right now. Yeah, he has what three or two, three. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Three. Oh, he got one three, of these three in Yeah, three yeah, he, in he, he's, he's actually productive. He's like he's different. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, so please, Clay, take it easy, buddy. You have a right to yeah, you on your list, but I, I know, I know the propaganda. But hey, please. And now let's no. go into the champagne goal that I'm gonna choose for this week. It has more to do with the past than actual goal. It's the way KDB set up Bernardo Silva. Uh, 
if you look at it, it's almost like, man, yeah, it's simple, but not really, because in in the scope of the play, KDB saw Bernardo, but he know he had to see that Newcastle defender's legs in a way that's like a training uh, session. Yeah, I just got to put it through there, and just yeah. to have that split second decision and do it in a time where we need this goal and execute it, nasty. That was that was champagne, and so. Um, yeah, Holland possibly could have got a, another chance. I feel like there was a couple missed chances. I know Foden missed the pass to Holland that the internet was <laughs> riding him over. This. And so this is the second week, second to third week, honestly. Yeah, it's I, yeah, every week. Every week has been Foden, Foden missing Holland. And I think it's some little beef about uh, young stars trying to be hungry for goals because I don't know. It's, it's yeah, weird. You already know Foden is on my surveillance list, so. Hey, I, you know, it's wild. I actually got to upgrade him and certifiably put him in my champagne. Yeah, on my team. Nasty. I know. Yeah, he it's, got – nah, his first, touch, his first touch is different. I'm sorry, his first – I'm sorry. Well, yeah, it's – all right. All right. He's under surveillance. <laughs> now we've had enough talk about England. Let's go around the leagues real quick because – the champagne was flowing all over the continent. Let's go to Bavaria real quick. Or actually, they played away. But, hey, it was, they made Butcham into Bavaria, okay, because it was 7-0. Nada. 7-0 because I don't know if you guys are aware out there in the world, but 3-0 in soccer is the equivalent to getting stumped, 21-0. So, <laughs> 7? Oh, yeah, niggas drop almost. They drop 50 on you, man, basically. So goals from oh yeah, Anthony's boy Sane was on fire from getting he's back. He's, he's scored, back scored in the fourth minute. He was electric. Butcham, they were playing with a kind, they were playing with a high line. They were playing dangerous, trying to be a little assertive because they're at home. That's one thing I like about the Bundesliga is that even the smaller teams don't care. They'll go smack. They will die on their sword. Man, let's talk about Sane's goal being with his weak foot. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that, that was, was nice. Right foot bender. Champagne yeah. goal to weak contender. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Yeah, the bend was smooth. Mm -hmm. It was nice. The lick got his first Bundesliga goal on the set piece. Wow. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Um, that the lick goal bring up something I, I see a lot in the Bundesliga, bro. The the goalkeeper really be trusting themselves, bro. They be coming out <laughs> the box. Yeah. Super aggressive. Yeah, that's what Tell they need them to do. They all got to be sweeper keepers and be aggressive on the line for set pieces. Don't give up an inch. They Yeah, they go smack on set pieces. But, yeah, he lost himself. That's what makes it arguably – sorry, Dan. I was going to say that's what makes it arguably one of the most exciting leagues, if nothing else. It is the most exciting league strictly on gameplay. The most exciting league in terms of narrative is the Premier League because, you know, it's the media machine. But just if you just turn off the names and the teams and just look at the game, yeah, the Bundesliga is more fun. They be going I wild. probably would go Serie A. Yeah, Serie A is more attacking these days. I think recently they had research that said out of the top five leagues, Serie A averaged the most goals per game. And then I think next was Bundesliga, then the Premier League. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Pragmatic as hell. Niggas are yeah. happy to sit back. They're, that's what England is. That's why every other country have had their moment of being tactical innovators. There's never been an era where England had the best managers because they're just long ball bus parkers. That's what they're known for. 
They, bro, Antonio Conte was like Christopher Columbus bringing the back five. <laughs> they didn't know what that was. <laughs> he lost <laughs> Arsenal. Arsenal smacked Chelsea. He said, fuck this shit. He was playing with the back four. He said, fuck that shit. Switch to the back five. They dominated the league because nobody knew what to do. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Wenger was like, oh, yeah, back five. Oh, yeah, I got that. And then he won his last FA Cup with that joint because, yeah, he's continental. He understands. But the Brits, they didn't know what to do. Wow. <laughs> but, hey, man, back to Bayern. Those guys, we like we said earlier, they won the league. Coleman scored. He's looking nice. Sadio Mane. That brother was smooth. Super money. Hey, bro, we got them receipts, bro. It's Whoa. time to come home. Whoa, you trying yeah, to... Y'all need, y'all need him right days, now. Man, it's past 30 days. The return policy's over. Fuck. He got more goals as my whole damn team this season. Yeah, man. His first goal, the movement was smooth. And then the second goal, the penalty was perfect. He's had the two biggest penalties in the history of his country this year with them winning their first African Cup of Nations and then beating their rival from that game, Egypt again on penalties. Hey, so I'm trusting him with every penalty. The own goal was sick. Gamboa, he tried his best. And then Nabry had the nice goal to make make it seven heaven. But, man, how do y'all feel about Bayern going into the Champions League? Because they won the league, but they look like a threat to the Champions League to me. How do, how do they look to y'all? They look dangerous. They look like they're legit. Uh, they have some good, really good signings. They even are talking about going after Frank, uh, Frankie De Young now uh, to shore up their midfield. So <laughs> if they get him, that may be even more dangerous. So yeah, man, I, I I'd be scared of them right now. I there's nobody that's challenging them in the Bundesliga. So they got that in the bag. Uh, but Champions League, yeah, they look dangerous. Hey, I'll say it like this. You know, I, I, I really watch the Bundesliga. I got to support my boy Mane. But it's a couple other guys I look at, look at over there. Uh, I'll say that the league-wise, like everybody says, it's, it's pretty much sold up. Um, that 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 uh, Dortmund game this weekend, them tricking off a two-goal lead to lose. Yeah. Like, nasty. bro. Nasty. Bro. And like the last nice. 10, 15 minutes of the game. Bruh, just sell everybody, sell everybody. But to go back to Bayern, <laughs> um, yeah, I, in the Champions League, I'm not gonna lie, the they got, they, I would want to see the back line. That's gonna be the question if they go against the Madrid, like Benzema versus who is it, Upper Count? What? How you say his name? Uh, uh the back of the, yeah. How 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 does that translate? Like, mm-hmm. I want to see that because like they're not getting contested in the league, so. They're not gonna really they they might they might get messed up like how it is with Alabama and uh in college football. You don't go against no competition to the championship game or when that when that tournament start and it get hot. So it, it it all depends. Who or do they got a hot group? That's what would be my question then. I trust, see, that's the thing. With their with their roster, like Lucas Hernandez can play left center back and move the lick to right center back and upper McConnell can sit down. Because right now, Alfonso Davies is hurt, so Lucas Hernandez is moving the left back. Pavard can also play in this, uh, as a center back. So they have options there. And then they got the young homie, uh, Mazarawai, the uh, right back from Ajax. He's going to be an issue. So they have things to play with, but you're right. In the league, they're not going to get tested. So 
That's true. They got, that, they that got the young German brother, the one that 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 finessed England too. Oh, Busiala. Yeah, that's what I was just getting to. That attack is special. They have too many options. Mane, Muller, uh, Coleman, Sane, Musiala. It's too much, bro. And then Kimmich coming in in midfield. So that's why, yeah. And then Goretzka is nice too. So if they do get Dion, yeah, they can be dangerous. But how do you feel, Anthony, about Bayern's chances in the Champions League? They're a threat. <laughs> yeah, they're nice. Uh, I really – teams that – have it easy in their in their leagues really don't be bothering me i look at them as like yeah wait till you get the champions league and then real competition happens and fine they made it to the final what they won two years two ago. years ago yeah trouble. that was nice yeah Good. trouble against that, psg that the pandemic year? yeah yeah okay. yeah that was when it was knockout yeah. style and everybody yeah. was getting one-offs yep uh i believe uh they'll be dangerous their attack is heavy Always love the high octane offense or attacking prowess of any team at football play. And they still have a world class goalkeeper, Newer, arguably the best shot stopper out of all of them. All right. So, I mean, if we really got to talk about it, uh, if they go against PSG in a knockout, who, who you got? Bayern or PSG? Yeah. I got Bayern. Yeah, me too. Fuller squad. Yeah. I, I, I still don't trust PSG. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah. There's something about them. All right. Let's Bayern or Real Madrid. Ooh, that's Real Madrid. Madrid. All right. Come on, Madrid. Madrid and City, the only teams, I, and maybe Liverpool, if they get their head together, I think that can beat Bayern. Because even, what even, happened to me, they don't I'm score the same. In the Champions League, they don't put up seven. Because it's like again, they going against real competition. Yeah, but they put up three. They be that's, putting up three, four. That's they, why I'm with you, Marcus. They ain't putting up seven. Um, but uh, they can do that against they, Police FC. It's not like it's all. Heat. Yeah, it's not like it's all heat in the Champions League. This isn't the '70s and '80s where only the champions of the leagues used to participate. It's a lot of R&B teams in there. But well, yeah, we'll knockout stage, you'll get hot for sure. I was going to say, we'll see, Dan, also the Champions League draws in, in uh, I think, two days on the mm -hmm. 25th. So we'll see what group they draw. They could – the thing is, right, one of you made in the point about saying they don't have any competition this this uh, season. They probably won't have much except for, like, Dortmund, uh, maybe one game out of the two. Uh, but they, they may get some in their group stage depending on who they draw. So let's see if that can give them something. But I still think they could be dangerous. I think their group – uh, maybe what, you know, kind of helps them uh, navigate, you know, tough uh, draws against teams. So um, I'll wait and see what their draw is before I sit there and say, you know, I'm not going to, you know, shut them down yet because of that. I think that can help them get some competition for the uh, for the rest of the, the Champions League uh, season. All right, let's speed up the tempo a little bit. Let's go to another team. They dropped seven. They won the league as well. PSG over Lille. Mbappe hat trick, Neymar brace. He's been outstanding this season. Messi scored, Hakimi scored, Bamba for Lil. Everything looks like it's clicking, but like, hey, same thing. How do you think they fare in the Champions League? Because the league's over. How do you feel about their Champions League chances? They've added uh, Renato Sanchez. They've added Victinha. And it looks like they've... They were trying to get um Screener from Inter, but it looks like he'll stay. They've been rumored with a couple other options. How do y'all feel about their 
Champions League chances. I don't trust them. So it's, for me, it's a wait and see. Okay. Hey, man. They I'm, a not, bit... I'm not phased. We already slid them before. <laughs> who, yeah, I was who about hasn't? to say. I was about to say, yeah, we slid them before as well. Um, But um, I this would say. Version, though? Huh? <laughs> this version with Eminem? I mean, we slid, we slid yeah, him at Barca. Man. We slid him at Barca, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. They've always had, like, tremendous talent on the team, but they. What's not this on? version. But this, this version is different because uh, you have, when you look at. The front three, you look at Mendes and Hakimi, those wingbacks, they didn't never had that before. Verratti, mm-hmm. now that he has a partner like Vitinha and then Renato Sanchez coming in, mm-hmm. he always had a trash partner. Now he has someone solid and they still might get someone else. We'll see. And this is what they changed coaches. Of course, they had Tuchel took them to a final. He did as best he could. Um, Pochettino, crash out dummy. He's looking for a job. Now they have Gaultier, who has won the French League, I believe, with Lille a couple years ago. Mm. He is the tactical Don. He, other than Zidane, you can say is the best French tactical coach. And what he did on Sunday, I think when they played, maybe Saturday, on the weekend, they played the back five. What I was thinking that they were going to do before, that they played Kimbembe, Marquinhos, and Ramos. And yeah. You have to. The French League, yeah, that's not going. Yeah, it's all right. They still leaked one, but in the Champions League, that back five is going to bring the structure that they didn't have because, of course, we know last year Ramos was hurt. Now he's healthy. Who is their defensive midfielder? I think that's what they need. They still need somebody that's going to work. He's the Zerati, yeah. He's always, yeah. And then, yeah I, don't think, and I don't think that's enough. He's box the box. And then he's other very time, good. Yeah, he's good at it because you he's already very good. When they play in the two, sometimes they've played in the three before with Marquinhos at DM. They can do that, too. That's the beauty of Gaultier. Now he has the flexibility. There's times where he will play uh, Marquinhos as the DM. The center back two will be Kimbempe and Ramos. And then in front of Marquinhos could be Verratti and Sancho and Sanchez or Vitinha. So he has a lot of weapons and things he can do. So it'll be interesting. And they did get... My man, he's always a wonder kid in fever. Uh, Nordy Mukiele from Leipzig. He's another weapon that you can use as center back, right back, wing back. So yeah, they got options, man. All right, Dan, real quick, if you had to, if you had to, right now, guess where, how far they would go. What are you saying? If I had to guess, top of my chest, where are they going? How far? At least in the Champions the, League. Yeah, at least the semifinal. Ooh, okay. Yeah, they're going far this time. Yeah, All right. they don't have time. Now, let's get into our champagne goal of the week, you know, and our in-the-club all-stars. Now, a a couple of us might have said our champagne goal of the week, but we're going to run it back still. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, hey, am I biased? Sure, we all are. I admit it, though. My champagne goal of the week, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Saliba, that shot, man, it was rising to the top. Perfectly hit. We already know center backs aren't the most technical often. But for his size, his build, he can strike a ball. And with it, to do that with his left, that was smooth. So that's my goal of the week. Marcus, what was your goal of the week? David Luiz for Aston Villa from a direct corner. Got a goal off of yeah. Beautiful. Now, was it intentional? That's Some people I've seen on social media, they're like, oh, I don't know. Hey, play it off, dog. Play it off. <laughs> yeah. 
The way it's shot, it, yeah, it does look direct. Only other person I've seen do that is like Salah tried that for Egypt and it, and it didn't come off good. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the KDB assist to Bernardo's goal as my champagne goal of the week, man. Gotta gotta acknowledge the pass that leads to the goal sometimes. So that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with. Go ahead, E. I mean, I, I I know I detailed it earlier. Sorry, Marcus. But yeah, it's definitely Jaden Sancho. I'm I'm doing a bias one as well. So yeah, Jaden Sancho sitting down, Milner freezing <laughs> up. Hey, he freezing up, Van. I'm sorry, Virgil. He was, yeah. freeze. He was just watching, bro. Yeah, hey, he, 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 he was sitting in the chair or something because he wasn't doing anything. So, yeah, man, I'm going to give it that one. Nice, nice. Now, at the match, Ephraim, your new signing, Casemiro came through in his best funeral suit, all black, because he knew this might be the end of my winning ways. Just kidding. Maybe not. Ah, but how do you feel about his impact on the team? What are you expecting? And we're going to get feedback from our La Liga correspondent, Real Madrid fan, Jamar. You know, he is a guy that's been watching Casemiro for more than five years. He can let us know about his impact, what Ephraim's expecting. And then Ephraim, you let us know what's going on. Hey, this is Jamar, the La Liga insider and um, current European champion, current La Liga champion, supporter of Real Madrid, currently on top of the best league in the world, La Liga. Um, just gonna fill y'all in on some things that's going on over there, at least with Real Madrid. Um, things are starting off very well. You know, we started off winning our first important trophy, the Super Cup trophy. Um, played well, Benzema, first captain, first team captain. Ballon d'Or loading, um, played well in that game. I think it was a 2-0 victory, if I can remember. Um, and also, starting off the season well. Um, last game, we ended 4-1. Played very well, actually. I believe we played Celta Vigo, if I'm not mistaken. I can't really remember the team that we played right now. But we played very well. 4-1, um, like I said. Um, looking real fluid in the second half. Picking up right where we left off from the end of the season. Um, doesn't really look like it's too much to really change or alter right now. It seems like everybody's just really picking up where they left off, looking real smooth out on the pitch. Um, so that's a good thing. There was, um, you know, some big things that happened, which why I thought it might have shook up the team. And But the signing of, uh, I call him AT because it's hard for me to pronounce his name, but uh, the signing of AT was real beneficial for us. Um, he played really well in that uh, his first game as a starter, his first game. I don't know if he – no, he didn't play the full game. He came off the pitch. I, no, no, no. He, no, I think he came off the pitch. I think he came off the pitch, but he played very well. Um, it was basically like um, a certain someone didn't just pack up and leave out of nowhere. But, yeah, I feel like he he's going to be great to fill in that void. And speaking of the void – you know, Casemiro did leave the team, leave the squad to go over to England, Manchester United. Um, actually, it came from left field to me. When I first seen the report, I, I started laughing at it because I'm like, like, really? Y'all just trying to sign niggas? But he actually went. And
and uh, left. Which I can't really get mad at him. Like, they threw all that money at him. And um, I didn't think he was going to get a pocket like that at Real Madrid, especially at 30. So why not? And he's already won everything over here. So kudos to him. It's not like it's any bad blood on this end. He's a club legend. Um, what is he? Five Champions League, three La Ligas, three Super Cups. Uh, uh, was he? And I think his first year with us was 2014. So I think he does have that Copa del Rey trophy, even though he wasn't playing during that during that time. Um, yeah, we got he had some Club World Cup trophies. I mean, the guy's just a club legend, man. I mean, he's a part of the Bermuda Triangle, uh, arguably the best midfield ever. Um, and yeah, man, we're just we're missing a, a class act, a professional. Just a uh, we have so many leaders on Real Madrid, so he's just one of them. Just a awesome player and the wild thing is he grew on me when he first came to the club I was not banging with him he was fouling a lot getting a lot of yellows out of position but he just got better and better each and every year turned into one of the best if not if he's not the best defensive midfielder in football today I mean I don't know who you're gonna put ahead of him and I mean lord like he just does everything perfect especially with Tony Cruz and Luka Modric they each cover a portion of the field that the other doesn't cover. And he covered up so much ground in the back end to where he stopped plays. He we could just leave him back here there by himself. He gave others the ends, the freedoms to run, the backs to run up, and gave freedom to Carver Hall and Mindy to run up at times because he was in the back. Or sometimes he could run up and start to play. So I mean, Casemiro is just a baller, you know, a professional, a leader. Real Madrid is going to miss him. He's a good guy. So hopefully, man, you can take care of him. But the way things have been set up, I don't know. Because I don't hear from Rafael anymore. I don't know what they're doing with Cristiano. And Di Maria packed up and left soon after his stint at Man U. So I, I don't know. It's not, it's not good traction in recent memory from my eyes from players going from Real Madrid to Man U. But, hey. It is what it is. We'll see, man. Best of, best of luck to the guy. And, yeah. Well, Dan, me and you have talked about Casemiro, and I've, I think I've mentioned how I think that he's one of the best defensive midfielders. Like, when you talk about pure defensive midfielder in the strictest sense, that's what I think of when I think of him. Um, and he that's a great more thing. than just destroyed, though, too. Oh, of course. No, I agree. I, I think what I, I guess what I'm going off of is his reputation. Like, that's what he's known as. Like, he's that he's that right. A, at the same time, you're absolutely right. He's he's probably underrated as a passer. Uh, I think he's probably going to be a lot more influential than just a destroyer, especially in the system that Ten Hag wants to deploy, depending on and, and also depending on who is in the midfield with him, uh, whether or not we get Frankie de Young. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, you, we got Erickson and, and uh, Fernandez as well for now. I think it's a great sign. And not only is it uh, his his leadership, but he's he, he knows how to win, as evidenced by him winning five Champions Leagues with Real Madrid, also winning three uh, um, Spanish, you know, La Liga titles as well. Uh, and I think a few other cups. I think he's definitely he's won three uh, Club World Cups as well and a couple other cups uh, in Spain. So. He brings a lot of 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 good wisdom, leadership. Copa America, uh, Brazil. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I mean, 
He has a relationship with uh, if Ronaldo stays around, he has a relationship with Ronaldo. He has a relationship with Fred on the national team in Brazil. Um, uh, Veron as well, because they play together. So he has a relationship with some players on the team already. So I think that will bode, uh, bode well for uh, the success of the team. I really do. So give us some time. And I really think that he's going to really make a difference and be an influence in the Premier League. Personally, I think he is the best defensive midfielder active right now in the world. Conte has had that title for years, but he's been hurt recently. He's hurt right now. So, hey, I got to give the crown to Casemiro. Wow. I give it to Rodri. That's what I gave it to. But See, And I said Casemiro's second. Rodri, That's just me. Because Rodri does other things that are really, like, that, that really stand out more so than Casemiro. Not saying Casemiro can't do them, but Rodri stands out more with some of, like, his offensive uh, abilities versus Casemiro's offensive abilities. So there are certain things that, that stand out a little bit more for Rodri, to me at least, that makes him slightly above Casemiro. But I do agree that – That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, 1A, 1B. That's cool. Do it but, like that. Yeah, that's cool. And this is why I have – this is my level. When I call somebody world-class, you got a ball in three levels, in your league, in the Champions League, and for your national team. Yes, and, yes, we talked about that before. And for Rodri, look at go back and watch Euro. When he started, Spain was getting blitzed. As mm -hmm. soon as he got subbed off and Busquets started, then they went far in the semifinals. So Rodri, he's still not good enough for the national team. Even Fabinho, he is phenomenal. But for the national team, Chiche, he's midfield two. When uh, last time, last year when they were in the Copa America, it's Fred and Casemiro. Before, when they won Copa America in 2019, it was Casemiro and Arthur. Casemiro is always there. He right. balls. He makes team of the tournament for Copa America. The Conte, he's made team of the tournament in the World Cup. I've seen it. I've seen Busquets make team of the tournament for Euros and World Cups. That's what I call world class. And out of all of them, the only ones that have done that for for also a sustain over five, seven years is only Casemiro and Conte. So that's why Casemiro is actively the best for me. And he's not – I don't think he's really has a problem getting injured. So I think that's another thing that helps him. Yeah, he's active. Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. He also can get the long, the nice rocket goal. He's good in build-up play. He can drive with the ball. He's not just mm -hmm. a destroyer. He can do everything in today's game. Defensive yeah. midfielders have to be able to play with the ball, pass. You got to be able to get in the space when teams get compact. So he's a great signing. You guys also had a world-class signing last year in Cristiano Ronaldo and still finished sixth. So I'm praying on your downfall. Mm. <laughs> nice one. I hear that, brother. <laughs> now, now, Liverpool, no signing still. Fenway, what's going on? Talk to Telemans. me. Yeah, he's there, bro. We we don't want the the Stevie G reject. Hmm. Come on, man. I'm seeing this. I'm wow. seeing rumors with Perez from PSG. Maybe I guess this is supposed to be like an alternate to Thiago. Sure, uh, Perez is all right. I thought Juve was gonna get him. He's he's solid. I mean, we'll see, man. They better they better make some shake, man. You 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 heard what I said earlier. Dortmund, go ahead, sell, bro. Give us Geo. And give us Jew. Let's go ahead and make it a package deal. You want the American? Yeah. Injury all-star. I'm about to say he stays injured, though. That's the yeah. problem with him, though. Hey, he's, he's coming out the, 
He gonna come off the bench. He ain't gonna have enough minutes to, to be a, get injured. <laughs> All it takes is one time, though, Marcus. You know that. And City, you guys are done with the window, I guess, huh? We're not signing anybody. Our team is set. Oh, all right. Uh, Ephraim, you guys are making any more moves? What's going on? Apparently, I know a lot of these reports when it comes to transfer windows aren't you know to be taken with a grain of salt. But apparently, Ten Hag's been giving the green light to like spend some more money. So uh, we're looking at Cody Gakpo uh, at, at PSV Eindhoven, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ruud Van Nistelrooy just came on uh, came on and said that uh, he's going to do everything possible, and I'm paraphrasing, to uh, keep him there. So I understand he's apparently a really good prospect. Yeah, he's uh, also, good. Anthony, uh, we, are, we, have, we are putting in another bid or have put in uh, one more bid for him, um, or we're going to. Uh, the last one was rejected. It was $80 million. He's, um, yeah, he's skipping practice. He's forcing his way out. He's watching the game and tweeting about it. So, yeah, you know, him and his agent, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I, I we have a couple more. We still – I apparently we're still going for Frankie DeYoung as well. Uh, I don't know how that's going to look because <laughs> Barron is looking in to come sweep, sweep on it. So, we'll see, man. Uh, maybe a couple more signings, but I could see, like, two more maybe. And that's about maybe it for now, maybe January or something else, but that's about it. And for Arsenal, it looks like the mystery winger has been identified. If you're not aware, Arsenal has been linked to a mystery winger since they lost out on Rafinha. People were assuming, is it Musa Diaby? Is it Yanni Pedri? Is it this? Is it that? Now it seems to be... Wolves own Pedro Neto. Now, if y'all don't haven't seen Pedro Neto play, this brother is silky with the ne- with the left foot. He's also, you know, football heritage. He knows the truth. He's also grew up a childhood Arsenal fan. He wants to play for us, but unlike Anthony, he doesn't want to force a move because he respects his club. Unlike Anthony, so we'll see what happens. We bid thirty five million. Looks like they're saying Wolves wants about 50. I want it to happen because what Arteta is trying to do is to build two teams. Right now, the only club that has two teams is Man City. Arsenal's trying to build it. We almost there. We got two teams, bro. Uh, We got 11 on the injured list. You saw it? (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of those boys are probably academy niggas that won't play. (laughs) Chill out disrespecting Kanate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah, he's a so icy starter. We know that. Nunes is a starter. Jota is a weapon. I don't know about all those other boys, though. <laughs> Ox. Ox is not a weapon. Man, left bench, brother. <laughs> but, yeah, I think uh, Tillemans, they're saying that Lester wants $50 million. They're smoking cracks, so I'm cool. If we get Pedro Neto, I'm good with that. He'll be a nice option to push Saka for the starting spot on the right wing. He can also play on the left as a traditional winger. I love that idea. So I, I want Pedro Neto get it done now. Before we go, we got to go with, you know, the best segment on the show, man. Marcus's MLS Minute. What's good, Marcus? Talk to me, brother. We back. We back. MLS Minute. Hey, man. This week, we're going to go ahead. We're going we're gonna to go have a little couple seconds. For uh, my boy Puig at at the Galaxy, he had a uh, interview over the weekend before the game, and uh, the brother does speak 
English, fellas. He does speak English, but instantly in the interview, he asked the guy to say, "Can I speak Spanish?" Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna go over you know a couple couple notes, you know, because I know everybody don't check in on the MLS, but I'm putting you on put you on right now. Um, so he said that uh, nobody trusted him since Valverde. Okay, he said uh, he want to be a native English speaker, and supposedly. The Premier League sound appealing to him in the future. He's saying that he feeling like the MLS, not a retirement league. <laughs> Neymar. Um, he's saying he thinking that he trying to go spark. Hey, the, he gonna spark. He's waking up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he hey, let's stay stay healthy, brother. I, I I fool with him. I still fool with him. Um, but yeah, he's he thinking he gonna pop it off for uh for the future for the future young folks. I don't know. It seemed to me. More of the young folks going to the Bundesliga. But um, also, he was talking about that the parody in the MLS is what drove him there compared to uh, England and the stand in La Liga. He was saying that uh, it's not just four or five teams dominating. I mean, yeah, I can agree. It's, 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 it's wishy-washy outside of LA Galaxy. Not LA Galaxy, LAFC in the MLS. So, you know what I mean? I, I can put some respect on that. Uh, he he came in the game, hit premier game. It was a two-two draw last week. Uh, L.A. Galaxy, they did trick that game, but they actually got the nominee for MLS Goal of the Minute. But uh, let's go ahead, go into the power rankings this week. What we got? What we got? We got uh number one again, L.A.F.C. This week they clinch first team to clinch. Yeah, it's getting kind of embarrassing. Uh, Philadelphia number two. They came in and got a dub. Uh, we got Montreal at three, Austin FC at four, NYFC off a 2 0 win last week. You know what I mean? Pretty nice. And that's round out our top five. The three games we watched last week, let's go back over them DC versus LAFC. <laughs> Wayne Rooney, he can't get it right with them. Uh... Tech- we were supposed to have a correspondent who was there, but uh, yeah, the the report wasn't submitted because yeah, it was it was disgusting out there in DC, bro. Sixtieth minute, bro, red card, bro. Come on, bro. Can you please say the score again, sir? It was one zero. Mm. That one was one zero, I think, right? Nah, that was the seven. Oh, that was at the seven zero. The six. It was one nil, man. Yeah, 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 that was one zero. Yeah, yeah. Hey, score. You had me questioning. That is some credit. They didn't score until uh, DC United got that red card. So I watched the game. I mean, well, you saw the funeral. Right? <laughs> it, it was one nil. It was a dry that? game. It was a very dry game. I think he could agree with him if he said he watched it. Hey man, there was a game on Saturday. There was a game on Saturday. They lost six nil. Uh, Philadelphia swap swap swap, swap, swap that ass. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was the that was the past weekend. Now yeah. the time we recorded, MLS got two games in the week a lot. They'll usually play Wednesday, Thursday, and and then they'll play over the weekend. It's weird. The schedule is weird. Um, the second game we went, we watched, it was Atlanta uh versus Cincinnati, and that was a two-two. ATL uh got robbed off some outside goals. Shit, they use VAR in MLS more than they do in the damn Premier League. Um Man United, that goal was outside. Um, NY, <laughs> NY, uh, FC, FC versus Chicago. Like I said during that, uh, during the power rankings, 
they got uh Chicago out the way 2-0. And um Chicago, y'all was my squad, Shaq. You was my dog. Now y'all on a two game and losing streak. What's up, dog? Tough. Not gonna make the playoffs like that, bro. <laughs> You're five points away. Okay. But let's go ahead and end the MLS minute with this week. Before we go ahead, uh we're gonna end it off. We're gonna go ahead and let y'all know what games we're gonna watch. The matchups are LAFC on the 26th and on the 28th. You know I'm gonna watch that ATL versus DC and I'm in attendance. Okay, okay. Mm. Oh, we ain't gonna end it off yet. Goal of the uh MLS goal of the week. It's my boy Vasquez for LAFC. Scrape showing folks that the old folks can still do it. He's supposed to be uh Puig's mentor. <laughs> and they and they hit him with the cutback outside the box. Pureness. Pure. So uh, yeah, that's the MLS minute for you. Oh, that's what's up. Thanks, Marcus. And before we go, we gotta go to the club, man. In the club mm-hmm. all-stars. Who balled this weekend? And you know, after the match. They had to do something. They couldn't just go home and sit down. They had to go out there and shake their tail feather. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Ben, Dana. Yeah, that's mine too ben, as well Dana. with another guy. Yeah, yeah. He was outside. He was outside with Kyle Walker's body with him. Want to see a dead body? No, Van Dyke was outside the club, bro. Yeah. Trying, yeah, to, trying to trying to text Saliba. Trying to text Saliba <laughs> to try to say, can I get my swag back? <laughs> oh, oh, go ahead. I got somebody, Bernardo. He he was he was in the club. Bernardo Silva starting on the right side. Got a golden assist. Mm, yeah, okay. he might have done something. Yeah. Right, got us a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the club. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, yeah. Those are the stress smoke sessions. We almost hey, lost. Man, it, man, he's he has his own section, own table, no lights, no lights on, mm. smoking a cigarette in the club. You're right. Yeah, it's lonely sad. Oh, yeah. yeah, Manchester, you know it's not that hey, active. Man. Yeah. Hey, he's lonely sad <laughs> in the club, but he's in the club. I got a nominee. I got a nominee for in the club this week. My American brother, Brendan Arison. Yeah, okay. Making Mindy yeah. look like a fucking fool. Yeah. They, he had a really good game. I almost forgot to talk about y'all. Next week we're gonna have a special guest, maybe, and hey, we, we hey, I I didn't forget. Mm-hmm. We running that back because Chelsea, hey, that's when you know I'm mad. I just said that like a like a Ghanaian uncle. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. But Ephraim, who was your in the club all star? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stay biased, just like Anthony did. I'm gonna go with uh, Lissandro Martinez. He just set the tone first minute of the game, bumping into Mo Salah. I think that was just great. I think he just like let his presence be known, whatever presence that may be. I know, yeah, nah, you he yeah, he makes he all makes you want, whatever you can make the jokes all you want. Yeah, he definitely he, used he set the little tone. Money. He definitely, hey, does. he set the tone for the game. Got the crowd jumping from the start. So I think Lissandra Martinez for me. And yeah, my champagne boys in the club, all stars popping bottles. It's. You know, Lewandowski with the brace on his birthday. First two goals for Barca. They won 4-1 over Real Sociedad. Your man, David Silva, was trying his best. Couldn't inspire the troops. Louis was in the club for his birthday. But, hey, we out. Champagne soccer. Episode 6, we in the mix. We'll be back next week. Stay blessed.
Nah, nah. Matter of fact, guys, we ain't leaving yet. Nah. Yeah, everybody say that. blessed but Chelsea fans. Y'all got smoke. Hey, Marcus, you brought up your champagne gold a week, the young American baller. I can't believe we went through an hour of great content without those Chelsea guys. What happened to those brothers? <laughs> Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Thomas. Thomas, what's going on? They let <laughs> you come to the match just for you to sit over there and drink water and look sad because the tactics <laughs> are retired, man. Why you got reset center back, bro? Ain't nobody with speed out there. Put the boy back at the right position. Yeah, love this cheek at right wing back is disgusting. Yeah, that was not smart. You playing football manager, bro. And football manager, those tactics will get mixed because you play it, Marcus. You already know when you play a nigga out of position, that shit is fat. They're not familiar. They're not familiar. They get funny. You get that text message the next week saying, um, you might need to make some changes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the FIFA, it's not the FIFA joint. Uh no, actually, remember, if you lose, they'll be like, boss, why are you playing me out of position? You mm-hmm. know I'm not comfortable there. But when you win, they'll be like, boss, I know that's not my position, but I'm ready to do whatever it takes to win. I think I can do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what they'll tell you in football manager. <laughs> but in this version, the joint top bully got. Love this cheek is asking to sit down again. <laughs> Send me on home. I'll go to Wigan. Oh, damn. Hey, what's up, Leeds? Hey, y'all got to talk about the American Jesse Marsh. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ted Lasso. Lasso. Yeah, he's taking it, too. He's taking that. Uh, Embracing it. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think we got to give a, yeah, we got to give a shout out to those two Americans, though, on the team. You know, I think they, they both shine that day. Uh, Aronson, obviously, with that press up on uh, – uh, Mindy, it was great. Uh, Mindy didn't know what to do with the ball, so he had nothing to do but give it up to Aronson. So, and Tyler Adams, I think he was all over the field. That yeah, day as he well. was my man of the match because yeah, he was all over the field. Gallagher, they've been talking about, oh, he was something at Crystal Palace. Watch this, watch this. Hey, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I like him. He's good. But in that midfield three with Mason Mount, the prodigy, he's looking tired right now. He's a good hey. player too. I like him. Hey, that's said. Then that segue into how I feel about Chelsea. Um, why, why, why we room? Why they room up with Aaron Gordon? And um, you already got that player in Gallagher. Yeah. Better virgin. Yeah, man. They they're moving funny, but it's funny how Tuchel decided to play with a front two as soon as he gets rid of Warner and Lukaku. Like they are perfect for a front two. Lukaku. <laughs> Lukaku worked well at a front two at Inter, and Werner worked well at a front two at Leipzig. Tuchel said last week it's his fault that he didn't get the best out of Lukaku because, hey, that's his job as the coach. That's what you're supposed to do. He wanted to run it back, but Lukaku wanted to leave, and the owner obliged to Lukaku. So he's saying, hey, I wanted to keep Lukaku, but Lukaku ran. So who was he thinking about Werner then? Because he ain't do nothing with him. Yeah, Werner was tired of sitting down. He was ready to play. It's a World Cup year. Hey, man, everybody's going to move around. Sterling moved for the World Cup year, and he's looking lost. It's not his fault all the way, but uh, it sucks. (laughs) It sucks for him, but, yeah, City's not going to miss him. He's trashing him too, right? Yeah, Cucurella, he was eh. in. Kulabaki's red card, yeah. Hey, how long we gotta take till we say that that Cucurella is a is a bad deal? 
Hey, chill. The end of the season, man. Let's say oh, hey, overreaction. <laughs> hey, hey, man. The episode's name is Overreactions. I'm with it, though. I'm with it. Anthony, you called him a prostitute. I'm sure you're happy he's struggling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not even his fault. I'm going to just call Chelsea a whorehouse. <laughs> hey, man. Wow. Wow. They're, they're trying to go after that young kid, man. Nasty. Anthony Gordon? Yeah. Child, what is it? Child abduction? Oh, he's like child one. Come child on, wow. come on. And then, come on, then for Fana, they want for Fana, but see, <laughs> because um everybody is moving ugly now. It's just like in the NBA, how when people saw Rudy Gobert move for four first round picks, mm. everybody was like, "Hey, man, we need to ask more." That's what happens right now because uh Everton asked for seventy million, including add-ons for Gordon and Chelsea. They're saying it's going to say okay. Then out of nowhere, Fofana, they said, nah, we want more than that. They just turned out offer for 80, like 80 million. 80 million for a guy to play 50 games. Because they're like, if he's worth 70, then hey, Fofana got to be worth 100. And then, like I mentioned earlier, now Lester's like, whoa, Tillman's, he's got to be worth 50. So, fucking up the market, Chelsea. So Let's switch leagues and go to the uh, Eredivisie. Mm-hmm. Look at Anthony. He's 80 million. We bid 80 million for him. They want more than that. Yeah. So well, is he yeah. worth 80 million? Yeah, no. No. No, of course he is. He's not even a guaranteed starter for his country. Thank that you. Matters. And Brazil has a lot of smoke. Yes, but, they do. But hey, Mendy, that blunder for the goal. He used to be goalie of the year. What happened to him? He lost his powers. Looking like Zach Steffens in the FA Cup. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I need to find a quote from my OG, Mr. Barry. One of my good homies, because he is a passionate Chelsea fan, and my buddy Elvis Munyamana. Shout out to them. And I'm just gonna say that this is what uh, Mr. Barry said about Mendy. He said, and I quote, "That's ex- when I sent him the picture of Mendy's blunder. Mm-hmm. Might make that the picture of the episode. When I sent that picture and I asked him what happened to this guy, Mr. Barry said, and I quote." That's exactly what I mean. My worry is now everyone knows as long as you have Mendy and Gold, just press the hell out of him and he will shit all over himself. <laughs> End quote. Yeah. My bad. He will shit all over. That's all. Dang. Just, not even himself. All over the pitch. Everywhere. <laughs> Doo doo. Mendy. Lost. Everywhere. Cletus, he's been warning us. He told us about the issues with. Tuchel, I've been feeling him because I don't rate Tuchel as highly as a lot of people did. People were telling me he's world-class. They were on narcotics. Let's see what happens. Maybe he'll turn it around. Still early. It's Pep's fault that <laughs> the world thinks Tuchel is yeah, a great Yeah, because he manager. tricked off the CL. Yeah, yeah, he gave him the CL <laughs> that let the world think Chelsea was a great And team. made people think Thiago Silva still has juice in him yeah. because, I, like I said, he is great in the back three. I'll never take that away, but that's the thing. Right now, I'm in the national team mode because World Cup is around the corner. You're going to get a lot of content from us. I'm going to be writing a lot on a few places, keep people hit. But Silva is great in the back three. But Brazil, he plays in the back two, and he gets turned. Now we're seeing in this back three because Koulibaly is older. He also, he's not pacing. It's the granddad back Rudiger, two with yeah. a young dude. They downgraded from getting Rudiger and then losing Christensen. Now you're wasting who I feel is their best player, Reese James. You're wasting him. Why is he at right center back? You have Espelicueta, your captain. You begged him to stay. He wanted to go to Barcelona. You gave him an extension. 
and he should be playing right center back. I guess he didn't want three senior citizens in the back. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Maybe I could have, because now that I'm saying it out loud, hey, that back three is over 120, boy. <laughs> it might be. Age is goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, it might be over 120, man. <laughs> In football, yeah. Yeah, yeah. over 40. What's going on? Dang. Yeah, say, so, hey, man, they in a muddy place. Look who they were bringing off the bench. Pulisic, who might hey. leave, I don't know. Chilwell, he should be starting. Ziesh, he might go back. Tyacks and then Aspilicueta. He was uh, rumored. He was rumored to be in uh, Amsterdam recently. Yeah, yeah. He he might go back. He, his brother posted a picture of Zayesh in his Ajax uh, gear back in the days at a match. So yeah, he might be going back. So to be the Anthony replacement, you know. So. Oh yeah, there we go. But yeah, salute to Tyler Adams. Salute to Roca. He flopped at uh, Bayern, but he's looking good over there. Jack Harrison, City cross. City prospect, you love him, right? Rodrigo played well. He's leaving soon. <laughs> Rodrigo's going to be the next big money move, the next guy that generates big income for Leeds. And Daniel James, yeah. the runner, the track star. Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, we got to give, give Jesse uh, credit for that celebration. He mocked uh, Tuco a little bit with that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was yeah. saucing up. But, hey, man, moving forward, Please, uh, someone has to remind me. Whenever one of our ops struggle, we have to bring it up. Please. That's crazy. We almost let them get away with it. Tottenham. Hey. And then, yeah, Kulabali red card. You're going to miss a couple matches now. Yep. Sit down. I'm actually surprised he didn't get a red card early in the game. Yeah, he was moving lost. He was getting spinned. He was getting turned. He was getting right. blended. If you're get if you're getting blended by Jack Harrison and Aronson, hmm. hey. I got some people so, I want you to meet, Charlie. They're called Martinelli. They're called Gabriel so, Jesus. He held Aaron. Oh, not actually, he did see them last year. We smoked them 4-2 in their house without Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus mm. and Ketia Brace. So we have they they smelled our cologne. Yeah, no, no. We in Stanford Bridge, Premier League. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kulabali still. Oh, no, cool. You said Europa League? That's where he's going? Oh, with <laughs> Chelsea, yeah. Oh, Napoli. oh no, that's where they're going this year. Yeah, Europa League. Yeah, I feel oh. you. They're going down under. Yeah, hey, Kula Bali held that man already, like a child looking for his mama in the mall. I already said Chelsea's <laughs> finishing the league, finishing the league at six and say hello to Pochettino. Hey, and he's another guy that was getting blitzed by means because everybody was talking about, hey, he said he wanted to be the security of the club. And everybody's like, yeah, Paul brought... Paul Blart Mall Cop, yeah, whoop de whoop this, yeah, your Carl Winslow cop ass nigga, you ain't, yeah, you get it blended, you not a real book. The security of the club and they're getting spinned around, and that's the funny part too. You already know, Mendy, Kulabali, they both play together for the national team, so they got to hear about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No breaks from each other. They, they kind of look at each other like, hey, what's going on? He say, what's going? On? <laughs> you suck too, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Money don't don't want to come. Money gonna say, "Hey, y'all stay over there." Oh, yeah, man. Hey, baby, man, we out, man. Again, this time for real, but hey, Chelsea, you're under surveillance. All right, everybody's under surveillance because it's still only three matches in. But not Chelsea for real. We watching. I guess I'm not watching Zaha. Oh yeah, you gotta apologize to him too. You might have to write a a real letter to apologize. (laughs) He's on smoke. He's I inspired a- this man. What the fuck? 
there was a poll recently about who's better. I forgot. It was like Zaha or I forgot. It was somebody. Um, man, I wish I remembered because I voted Zaha fast and the majority voted for the other person. But mm. yeah, it was it was I was like, nah, Zaha, if you're talking about wide forwards in the Premier League. He's in the top 10. He might be creeping outside, right outside the top five. He's he's special. Yeah, he's at Crystal Palace. He doesn't have the stats, but he's nice, bro. And I wanted him over Pepe. He is a legend there. Yeah, I wanted him over Pepe. If mm. you guys remember the summer 2019, people were fighting over who should we get, Pepe or Zaha. And Emery wanted Zaha. Saliba also was signed under the Emery, so thank you, Emery. But hey, I wanted Zaha. He's nice, and he's Arsenal fan. Another one. Hey, you know we 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 football heritage. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> but all right, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. We out this time for real. <laughs>